0: Very important during these tough times with a lot of things going on that are stressful. To remember to take care of yourself. And that means doing things a certain way and maybe changing the way that you have done things. Joining us right now on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline is Dr. Melissa Rosher. She is with Allegheny Health Network, where she is involved in not only sports medicine, but primarily uh, from a primary care standpoint in dealing with uh, young athletes and those who are uh, sometimes not so young as well. So, Dr. Rosher, it is good to have you on KDKA. How are you?
1: It's good to be here. I'm doing great. Thank you.
0: Let's be completely honest. I mean, those of us who are in our 50s, we're not 19 anymore. So things get sore and things, you know, sometimes break and sometimes need to be attended to. And we appreciate having people like you to say, hey, wait a second. Maybe if you did something a little bit differently, it would make a difference. And the recent study that I want to talk to you about is talking about the the difference that it can make in terms of doing some level of muscle strengthening, some level of weightlifting, and the difference that that can make in terms of longevity of life. Give us an idea what this is talking about.
1: Right. So this study uh, just came out last month. It's basically a a compilation of studies, a meta-analysis, where they've looked back at a bunch of individual studies and tried to kind of compile that data and say, you know, what do we learn from putting all of this together? Um, So we've, we've known that um, resistance training is really important for bone health, preventing you know, osteoporosis fractures, uh, particularly postmenopause. But, um, but what this study looked at is actually what effect does this training have on other medical conditions? And so uh, they actually looked at heart disease, um, cancers, diabetes, and then just overall mortality and death um, and found that a certain amount of of this resistance training can actually decrease your risk of all of those conditions that I mentioned. And um, the the other thing you know that's that's great about this, they actually looked at how much, how much should we do uh, for some of these conditions mm-hmm. as as opposed to just go and lift all the weights you can. What's really going to be the most benefit to people? And so the sweet spot seems to be, 30 to 60 minutes of resistance exercise a week. So that's, 30 to
0: 60 a week. Was, I mean, I think, I think people will hear that and they'll say, wait a second, that is something that perhaps I can do. You're not saying that I need to go and I need to lift and, and get on the bench and make sure we're doing squats and we're doing, you know, all these different uh, different types of, of lifting that perhaps we, we're not prepared to do. Um, but why is it different? Why does resistance training make a difference compared to just getting on a treadmill or getting on the bike? I mean, everybody talks about cardio, that you need to get out and walk and run and do those sorts of What's the difference? Why, why does resistance training matter?
1: Well, and so, you know, the study itself doesn't specifically address that. Um, but one of the, you know, one of the important things about resistance training, it is building muscular strength. Muscles are where we store a lot of our um you know our good sugars and fats to make energy for us uh for all activity um it's strengthening your bones um we know that people who have who have hip fractures may be at risk for uh, earlier death and so preventing all of those things is going to be very important but also it's i think it's just important that it is another form of exercise that that can give us similar benefits um obviously Not everyone out there wants to get on the treadmill, wants to go out and run or bike. Um, Some people, you know, may not have the time to get to the gym, may not have the resources. So, you know, these are things that that being able to work your body, you're still putting a little bit of, you know, stress on your your body, on your heart. Um, You're you're working your whole system, but not necessarily in – it doesn't have to be, you know – cardio running all the time like like some people assume we have to do for heart health
0: we also can look at this in a different way that i mean if you if you take the the purest form of resistance training i mean you can use your body as the weight i mean doing push-ups is a form of resistance training right i mean getting bands and doing band work that you you, you mm-hmm. snap to a door and you pull back on those it gives you resistance training just maybe in a different way than actually lifting a barbell or pushing a dumbbell right Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Body weights, whether that's push-ups or squats, um, and then, yeah, you're right, lifting something that is, uh, or using the bands as resistance, lifting something that's, I mean, a, a can of soup, depending on the person's, um, you know, uh, starting fitness level. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are lots of things that can be used to provide that resistance, and, and obviously, you know, talking with your doctor or physical therapist about what's, where's the right place for you to start, based on your other medical conditions, um, is going to be important. But but you're right. I mean, the worst-case scenario, you can use household objects to be part of your resistance training.
0: Right, right. My wife tells me that I should push the vacuum cleaner more often, that that's a really good form of resistance training, like shag carpet. I've I found that's, that. Uh, I've heard that a time or two. Fair. She, she, that's
1: fair. That's going to provide a lot of resistance. Um, I personally have two small people at my house who yep. get lifted a lot, so that's <laughs> part of my resistance training too.
0: Absolutely, how important though is it, before we let you go Dr. Rosher, how important is it to, whether it's see your primary care physician or to see somebody like you in sports medicine, to make sure that you are able to start down this road and not just do it on your own?
1: Right, so it's, it's gonna be very important with any exercise program to have talked to a medical professional. Um, a lot of times you know, the primary care doctor can, can make sure that you're not doing things that are going to be too strenuous on your heart, or, um, you know, if, if you have other uh, you know, abdominal issues, mm-hmm. certainly any recent surgeries. Um, but then from a um, the actual muscular perspective, talking with either, you know, an orthopedic uh, physician or, you know, physical therapist, they are going to be able to help make sure that you are doing the doing these good exercises the right way right. Um, because we, we do see a lot of people, especially through the pandemic, people saying, well, I'm going to start doing all my own exercises at home. Or even when people return to the gym after everything had been closed for so long, getting all these stress injuries because they increase their activity too fast right. or too much um, in one time, or, you know, their, their mechanics, their technique is just a little bit off and it's putting them at risk for other injuries. Right. So we want to make sure that there's no, um, no underlying problems that you're going to make worse with these activities. Um, and then just making sure you're using good techniques so we're getting the most bang for our buck uh, when, they,
0: when you exercise. Really good stuff. Dr. Melissa Rosher joining us here. Again, she's in sports medicine, primary care at Allegheny Health Network, talking to us about the significant attributes of doing some level of resistance training strength training and the difference that it can make in your life doctor thank you very much for being here
1: absolutely thank you so much
0: we sure appreciate it. and take care of those little people too uh-huh. by the way all right to right.
1: have a good one. thanks melissa thank you now